Hello and welcome to the Knicks Talk Podcast. I'm Jeff Lamoureux, standing in for the normal host, Justine Phoenix. And we're coming to you live from Knicks' general membership meeting, November 3rd and 4th, 2023. We're recording in person in the main hall of the event. So if you hear a little background noise, that's what it would be. I'm excited because I'm joined today by York Lowe. And he just came off the stage from presenting on a topic that he has a lot of expertise in. York, could you please introduce yourself to the audience briefly, a little bit about who you are? Sure. Uh, so my name is York Lowe. I'm the head of alternative products for John Hancock Investment Management. Uh, so been in the industry for 25 years, you know, 20 of which is actually focusing on the alternative side. But I really, I work for the manager research and the uh, selection and oversight team at Hancock. Basically has covered all kinds of product structure, ranging from mutual funds, ETFs, CITs, you know, tender offer, uh, interval funds. Uh, BDCs and, and, and whatnot. So yeah, very excited to be part of Nixa and uh, very excited to be here today at the conference. Thank you. Awesome. So we're going to start the way we always start our episodes with the 10 second challenge. Just asking you to say what is, do you love about the uh, asset and wealth management industry in 10 seconds or less? Yeah, no problem. Uh, what I love about it is there's always something new to learn. It's an industry with lots of innovations, and that's what forum like Nixa GMM is great to, to learn about these new things. I think you nailed it. We'll, we'll have to play back the tape later and make sure. But uh, great job. Thank you. Moving on to a little bit about your background, how did you wind up in the industry? And do you think there are ways that your background differed from maybe what people's stereotypes are about the asset and wealth management industry and how people end up there? My original career aspiration is actually in journalism. Then, of course, the internet came along, and at the time, we already see that there's a lot of disruption to that industry. So basically, I was like, how can I transfer those skills to something that is similar? And basically, equity research is a very good area uh, that is basically, you know, you're still doing stories, right, on, on basically companies uh, and stocks. And, uh, and it's also, not to mention, also a more lucrative career. So uh, that's kind of how I ended up in the asset management industry. But um, over time, I have different roles in the industry. I have also gone into business development, which I like uh, a lot, also kind of building businesses, uh, and, uh, and then kind of transition and manager research, where, you know, kind of help picking, picking managers and also building, also in product development, kind of developing new products, you know, along the way. So. That's such a relevant point that I hear from guests a lot about the, you know, transferring your skills from something that seems completely unrelated, but actually has a lot of uh, overlap. Our uh, next question is, can you tell me about something that shaped your career or launched your leadership skills? Uh, maybe some sort of defining moments from your career that you could share. Definitely one of the most um, exciting thing in my career, at least, you know, past 15 years is, is helping the company to launch our ETF business, right? That was exactly eight years ago now. It's time just flies. And basically for someone who really had little or no background in that area, and I think it's partly because of my curiosity, like I, Back to the journalism thing again. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm always very curious and nosy about different new developments. So you have a new interesting story. I learned, and, and there was some stories about um, non-transparent ETF at the time. So I was just kind of doing a little digging and, and you know, just had meetings with different players, just kind of cold call them and then, and then basically rolled it up. And I think some of my management team actually saw, hey, you are, seem to be know what you're talking about ETF or interested in this space. Why don't you kind of take the lead in this effort? And uh, so that, that was a very rewarding experience for myself. And I think my advice, if anything you like to anyone, is like, you know, go just take a chance on different things, take, take initiative, and that will help, you know, give you a different uh, opportunity. And I think 
I mean, we have built a nice business. There are, um, our part, you know, over, over time, we have seen a number of kind of imitators and other things in the industry, too. So it's become a pretty nice business, if you will. <laughs> so I, Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, all right, then, uh, moving a little bit to the op- sort of the opposite of that, can you tell me about a challenging time in your career or maybe a challenging time in the industry in general and uh, how you navigated that time? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's kind of part of the, the, the name of the game, right? Because we are in the volatile industry. Uh, and, you know, you just got to make mistakes sometimes. And, and there have been, you know, and, you know, when we select managers, not all of them pan out. I mean, you want to have more that, that work out than, than not. And then, you know, I think every time you have something that didn't work out, you kind of learn from that. And, uh, and then you are a better person as a result. So moving on to our next question, where do you see the industry going in the next five to ten years? This is sort of very general predictions on the big trends, whatever you think is like top of mind for you. Yeah, I think the, um, the industry will, and will continue to grow because just the wealth, you know, global wealth will continue to, to grow, right, in terms of assets, just population growth and everything. But I think in terms of what vehicles people will be using and what type of investments people will be making, that's where the change is, is very dramatic. And then we have seen that in the past five years and we'll continue to see that in the next five to ten Probably more allocation to the alternative side. I think people finally, you know, as we discussed on the panel, you know, there has been times ups and downs and people kind of gone to alts and then they're like, oh, the stock market is doing great again. Let's just, you know, forget about this. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, right now we are a very interesting situation where, you know, for the first time also bonds were not having, you know, pretty big drawdown and, and, and not protecting as, as people expected. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, which really highlights the fact that why people need to have an alt allocation in the portfolio to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good point. You were moderating the alts panel, and one of your colleagues up there said that uh, a few years ago this conversation would have been about why you should look at alts or why they're important, and now the yes. conversation is just operational, like how do we do it, because it's assumed right. that that is going to be important. Uh, so I think that's a really interesting progression that was highlighted here at GMM. Um, so that's, those are the, the general questions we had, and I would just want to wrap up with uh, one last thing that we kind of ask people because we're focused on lessons you learned along the way in your career. You've been really successful. If you went back to your younger self, what is the th- number one thing you would want to tell yourself uh, related to your career? I, I talk about taking chances. I mm-hmm. think that's very important. Uh, I think really stretching yourself beyond the comfort zone because I think typically there is a lot of stereotyping, right, if you will, like if you were doing one job, Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people are like, well, can you really be a leader, right? Can you really, you know, for example, do business development, right? Which is about selling yourself. I think that's very important, right? I think mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to focus on what they're doing and mm-hmm. not really, you know, kind of doing more networking and, and kind of stretching themselves. And, and I think all of that is, is very important to, to folks' career. And just to follow up on that, there's uh, a really good point. Uh, if someone who's a bit more senior who's listening to this and they're wondering how can I support younger people in doing that, uh, do you have any thoughts about what they could do? Yeah, I think there are many different ways. I mean, one thing that I'm very involved with myself is uh, with Employee Resource Group in my work. Right? I'm also very involved in Nixa Diversity Project, and you know, ERG is certainly very important. Mm-hmm. And I think ERG is, is not just a good way for, for different groups to kind of get together is really also a leadership, you know, because uh, you might be doing accounting or some other stuff job, but if you, what about like, you can do marketing in the ERG, right? There's all aspects of ERG activities mm-hmm. that can really highlight to, to senior management your, 
your different skills, right? Your, your versatility, if you will. So I think senior folks getting involved with those ERGs and kind of mentoring different people are also very important ways to kind of get to know more employees in your, your, uh, your company and, and for employees who are looking for upward mobility also maybe get to know more senior folks through that, that channel. That sounds like really good advice. Thank you uh, so much. This has been really informative. I think it's going to be really valuable to our audience. So I really appreciate you coming to me right off of your panel here at JMM before you have to go do more stuff like that. Thank you for having me. Our listeners can connect with me and the rest of the Nixa team by searching for Nixa on LinkedIn. Please share your feedback on the podcast and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. And make sure you don't miss future episodes by subscribing to Nixa Talk on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Nixa Talk. Nixa is a trade association connecting the global asset management community. Please note the Nixa Talk podcast is the sole property of Nixa. The content of the podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute advice or services. Guests' opinions and statements are their own and do not represent the organizations with which they are associated. Parties may not reproduce these podcasts in any form without the express written consent of Nixa. 